Alright. It's really late at night. It's. It's. Uh, why are we still awake? This is what I want to know. Alright, well, part of the reason we're, well, we're awake is because we've been way falling way behind. This is a uh, welcome, folks, to episode uh, 1, 9, or 8. Now, I'm not sure if it's Echo. Delta. Echo. You think it's Echo. Echo. Well, that means we... It's Delta Stroke 1. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Echo, Echo, yeah. Echo. We're recording this on uh, Friday evening, July 30th, 2010. It's about 11 o'clock at night. It's the end of a really long day. Uh, and uh, in the gra- glamorous location of my hotel room here in the Super 8. Um, the superfluous Super yeah. 8. But it's been a long day. Um, no, it's been a few days. right. The stupendous super eight. Super silly. It's hardly superfluous. It's been a long day, uh, and uh, we've actually been uh, sort of off the air for three or four days. So a lot of things have happened since the last time we podcasted. Um, we have another mystery missing podcast, it seems. Yeah, yeah. Well, but we'll figure that out. Anyways, uh, a number of things have happened. For, uh, I mean, let's get the real serious thing out of the way. Uh, earlier this evening, we uh, participated in the uh, Potapalooza uh, presentation over there at uh, uh, Forum Building Seven, um, and it was kicked off by a very, very uh, Touching, I mean, moment, and that Remarkable. was the uh, um, the editor of uh, uh, Flying Magazine, uh, Michael Maya Charles, came by and uh, actually presented us with the uh, plaques uh, and sort of made the formal public presentation. It was very nice and things. So, anyways, we thank Flying Magazine again for that and uh, and EAA again, and that uh, was the Gordon Baxter Award. Yeah, uh, yeah. and that we are most humbled and, and honored to have received and. Now we can hang it up on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. So what else has happened since we uh, since we last spoke? Um, we did the UCAP 200 episode, uh, and that was a lot of fun. Most everyone should have heard at least part of that by now, um, and uh, we really enjoyed doing that. Um, we decided, so, so if you caught on, if you listened to the episode, you know that they gave us a whole bunch of beers, and we were trying to figure out what to do with these beers, and we certainly drank a couple of them. Our first inclination was to drink them all, but then we... Decided. Kind of came to our senses. And so what we did was we invited all of the UCAP listeners that are out here at Oshkosh to come over uh, the other evening and help us drink these. And so we had a big group, about 30 people came by, and uh, we drank uh, about... What was it, about seven, about 12 packs. Yeah, about yeah. I, Well, I don't know what that math comes out My, I, I'm sticking with we had 99 bottles of beer. And so we started out... Had, had. Yeah, yeah. And but we, we had no wall. Yeah. So, anyways, we had our little UCAP beer bust, and that was a lot of fun. And uh, uh, that was—that's one thing that's happened. What's happened at the air show? Um, anything interesting? I mean, it's—it's it's been a great year. I'm having a blast. We had a little drizzle today, and it, it dampened down the air show for a little bit, but it, it came back to normal. Yeah, we got C5 came like, in the other day. Uh, or was it C17 today? It, is it really one of each here now? Yeah. Is that well? There was, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. There was at least then one we of had. Each. Uh, Guy by the name of Trap fly a uh, cluster, cluster balloon. balloon flew. Very okay, so now we've been—I've been giving this thing whole a lot of crap for the last few episodes, but I have to admit, seeing it happen and then seeing what he actually did, kind of gives me a whole different, you know, respect for the whole well, thing. Well, I, I agree. I, I don't know that I have. The, of course, Dave will fly anything, but I don't know that I have the hair to go over Lake Michigan at night. In uh, a cluster balloon. Yeah, that's not. That's first, what this guy did. I didn't realize. Choice for my way to exit. I never, I never realized that he was planning on going that far. Yeah, I, I had no idea. I figured this was like demo flight. He was going to go 10, 15 well, miles and land in a if, field. If you if you go to uh, airventure.org, look at the, uh, the the news coverage that we've done here. 
you'll probably see some photographs with the end number. You look up the end number, you go to flightaware.com, crank in the, that, that end number, and look at the track. He, he was in the air for over 11 hours. He got over 11,000 feet high, uh, crossed Lake Winnebago, crossed Lake Michigan, then went south in Michigan, and, and finally got picked up uh, about... Uh, well, let's see, he was off the ground a little after 8 and wasn't quite 12 hours in the air. So it would have been about a little before 8 this morning. Really, that's that's sort of Jeb quality endurance right there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but that's uh, that's, uh, that's definitely very different. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 you know, it, it points he was just cooking right along in the high 20-knot range. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, that sounds like me, too. And he was getting excellent fuel economy. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, anyways, that the balloon guy was kind of interesting. And the great thing about these cluster balloons is, is once you land at your destination or wherever you land, uh, you can use a few balloons and and, and change your voice. <laughs> All right. What else is going on? We uh, we talked about the DC threes already in one of the other episodes, but I just they continue to fascinate me. This. You know, it's just amazing to have all these airplanes here. We were fortunate last night to uh, uh, hit the tail end of a party down at the Orion FBO um, um, where there's a DC-3 uh, parked there on the ramp with his nose nestled up against the building. And and uh, 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 Jack and I were walking around this DC-3 just, you know, this is really cool, you know, just to be this this close and have some time to to kind of look at the lines of the airplane and how how big it is, mm-hmm. and and uh, just kind of walk around it and get a feel much better feel for it. And we see them a, a lot as a relative term, but we see them a lot um, uh, at air shows like this, and, and just never really had the patience or the time to to get close to one and, and just really kind of look at the lines and look at the design and, and all the craftsmanship and, and the imagination that went into it. Yeah, yeah, it's quite an airplane. Well, a lot of people think that Popeye got those forearms from working on board ship. He was actually a DC-3 captain first. Yeah, I've heard that. They take a lot of muscle to... Uh... A lot of muscle. Uh, we also have the only, at the, at the current moment, it, it, this could change uh, in, in the next year, I'm told, but the only currently airworthy DC-2 Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was only a handful of those built. I think twenty built or something. Yeah, like twenty that. some yeah. of them. Yeah, uh, Clay Lacing, good Kansas boy, here with it. Uh, let's see what else happened last night. The Gathering of Eagles auctioned off one hundred and thirty some odd items uh, and raised over two million dollars for the Young Eagles program and other educational stuff. Including a one-of-a-kind Mustang for 375 grand. Red five went for 350. Yeah. Okay. What was it? Late late 70s Volkswagen. Yeah, and they didn't even get to buy it, right? They just get to use it. Yeah, they it just get to use it for a whole week. Unlimited, me. unlimited wheel privileges and, on and, the air show and, grounds and rooms at the Hilton next year. And, and a courtesy car for off field. Still 3350s. Nice chunk. I didn't of change. think it was that high, but. That's what I was told by some EAA staff. I got the spreadsheet. I'll have to look. Yeah, at you, you, maybe I it, thought it was eighty thousand, but uh, I don't know. Maybe that's I don't know. Jeffrey Skiles, uh, the uh, co-pilot on the uh, Miracle of Hudson. He donated the uh, chart bag that survived that flight. Oh, really? Yeah, that's kind of cool. That is yeah. cool. 
Well, one of the things that went up for bid was uh, spending some time hangar flying with uh, Harrison Ford. Mm -hmm. uh, So they raised some money. Clay Lacey. They raised some money. Yeah, they They raised some money. money. That's great. That's great. And they make make good use to it, of it. And Tom Poveresny arrived on stage like Peter Pan from out of the sky. Seriously. Yeah. Wait a minute. What did, do? what did he do? Push, push pause. No, 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 no. You no, don't get to say no, that. No. There are photographs. He descended from, he like, descended? on a wire. Well, oh, you have to give away that. Yeah, I mean, we no, will let you, people look at the It was really actually magic, right? Okay. All right, well, that's, that's pretty I cool. really like to think of it, it was Tinkerbell dust. Yeah, that's right. That's pretty cool. Hey, you know, all right, we've got to wrap this thing up because it's way past my bedtime. Um, but I did want to mention the uh, our magic moment. I Well, no, I'm going to save that. We'll talk it's about that logo magic. later on. No, no, Jeb and I had a magic moment that sounds really bad. All right. Now, now you gotta have to explain no, no. it. <laughs> you and Jim had a magic. We moment. did. We did. Oh, I didn't know you guys were so close. We were wandering the flight line the other. How can I ever explain this? That's it. We're gonna explain the magic moment later on. That's it for today. No, 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 no. <laughs> we, we might never. We might never get back to this. Right, you okay. explain this. Well, the magic moment, as it were, uh, involved uh, um, sundown uh, visit to vintage and to ultralights, but especially to Aeroshell Square that uh, Jack and I were able to pull off. I guess it was the night before last. I think so, yeah. And um, it was magical. It, it, being out there, the, the way the sun was, was setting and, and the way the light was working, we're walking around under B-17s and DC-3s and... Uh, uh, I forgot what else w- was out there uh, um, on Aeroshell Square. It was just, uh, just the the mix of, of aircraft, the, their their significance, uh, the way the light was was uh, was working. Um, the moonlight on the nose cone. Jack, whatever happens, your title. whatever happens with the podcast in the future, Jack will always have Aeroshell Square. <laughs> That's it. You we'll always have the West Ram. You've got one niner, a Delta or Echo, I don't know which one. Uh, the daily episode of the Uncontrolled Air- Airspace Podcast. Uh, we'll maybe see you next time. Bye-bye.